Hello, everyone. Hello. Hey. Oops, wait, this not over. <laughs> no, it's okay. My name is Matt Armando. <laughs> I'm Emily Riggins. And this is TVD. With Matt and Emily. <laughs> and also. Go ahead. We have a guest today. And I said hi too soon. No, it's fine. And it's completely fine. I'm just so used to saying hi back when someone says hi to me. It was just <laughs> It'd be so rude if reaction. you hadn't. Right. But listeners, just so you know who's talking, it's not just some random voice. We have a guest today, and our guest is fellow improviser, comedian, friend, Chloe Efron. Hey. Hello. I like when things like that happen, so I was immediate. I just right out of the gate just made a mistake, and I think that's it's healthy. Yeah. <laughs> um, there's no mistakes. Thank you. No uh, mistakes. Thank you for having me. Hello. Keeps it nice and loose. We don't really, we don't, we don't have rules of this podcast. We just have like, I don't know, what guidelines. I don't know, <laughs> which I'm flagrantly ignoring. Immediately. And we, I mean, we created the show. There's nobody like saying the only people that you can make mad are us, and we're not mad. <laughs> Good. I'm glad <laughs> we're not mad. Just disappointed. Yeah, just disappointed. <laughs> um, <sighs> listen, I'm sorry. I am disappointed. <laughs> I'm not mad, Chloe, but I am. I am very disappointed in I'll you. go sit in the corner for a while. No, stay. <laughs> Emily. Matt. If you can describe to the listeners out there what this podcast is about. Well, Matt, thank you so much for asking. Uh, this podcast is about lots of things, but specifically, it's about tea and friendships and getting to know each other better. Wow. Um, we know now that Chloe is the kind of person who will can't refuse to say hi to people. She just wants to say hi to you. She's so polite. <laughs> <laughs> that's what we learned For, the first thing we learned was that today but not only do we learn about how people interact in social situations we also learn what they're interested in wow so this podcast is called tbd why it's do called, we call it that i was just gonna say <laughs> i'm just trying to do that ban- i'm trying to do a bantery version of this <laughs> uh this podcast is called tbd and that is spelled t-e-a-b-d now you guys might know the phrase or acronym phrase. I don't know. TBD. It's kind of both. Which means to be decided. I always thought it was to be determined. It's both. It All is right. determined. I, always... I think this oh. is the first time we've ever said decided on this podcast. <laughs> Emily, I'm not mad, but I am disappointed. I'm going to go sit in a corner now. <laughs> Chloe, no, take it away. <laughs> um, and our guests bring on a topic that we don't know about beforehand. So the topic is... To be determined. Yeah. Emily and I are coming in blind. I'm we, covering my eyes right now. He is covering his eyes. <laughs> we have no idea what Chloe's going to talk about. She could go wild. She nope. could talk about saying hi to people. <laughs> we not, don't know. We're not going to know for a little while either. But before we get to the topic, the reason it's going to take a little while to get there is that we drink tea during this conversation. Mm-hmm. And it's just like a nice casual thing we do. And that's why it's TEA. PD. We're drinking tea right now. Here we go. Um, how's everyone doing? You all doing good? I'm great. doing great. We're having a silly little time here. <laughs> this is maybe the most gossiping we were like before we started recording. Not like about real things, but just chatting about <laughs> Talking stuff. Talking mad trash. Yeah. <laughs> we were just out here going, people we know, they <laughs> suck. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's not true. We would never. I no, took, I took notes of all of you. <laughs> I took notes of who they were talking about. Um, yes. I said only nice things because, uh, I know the two of them are tattletales. <laughs> okay, wow. <laughs> Sorry. I mean, yes, I have already tweeted a transcript of what we spoke about. Whoa. It's impressive that you were able uh, to transcribe it so quickly. So fast. <laughs> uh, some sort of talk to text thing you had in your pocket going yeah. on and then just hit send. <laughs> um, I know what we haven't talked about. Hmm? This podcast is Halloween. We're on Halloween oh, right now. Happy, happy Halloween. Halloween. Happy spooky day. Oh my God, I thought you were about to start singing happy birthday, but it's Halloween. <laughs> happy <laughs> Halloween <laughs> to us. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, boo. <laughs> Eek. Ah. <laughs> uh, there's a vampire behind you. Oh. Oh no. Just get it out of here. <laughs> Don't invite it in. There's a peanut with lips on it behind you. <laughs> there is real that's real spooky spooky uh i've been dead for 200 years oh no when you said you were 27 you meant 200 i've been dead for 200 years and then 27 years ago i was Mm. was born again wow you're a born again vampire (laughs) vampire. 
vampire. I found religion, in, <laughs> but not at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, see, now, okay, a born-again vampire, right? That would mean they would have to worship the cross, the very thing that would keep them away, because vampires are scared of crosses, right? True. Wow. Think about that. Mm. If a vampire is invited into a church, can they come in? Or do they still feel the effects of the I feel like holiness? they would still erupt. I feel like they would combust as soon as they walk so into a church. So it'd be like a, a trick. It's a church. They're like, come on in. and It looks like a normal building. Yeah. And there's a bunch of like sheets over the signage. And then yeah. they come on in and they whip off the signs. And it's a church and the vampire burns. And that's yeah. the movie. Now, <laughs> if I'm not mistaken, uh, anything blessed by a priest would be deadly to a vampire. So a church itself is probably like blessed, hell, hella right? blessed, right? right? Yeah, like the most blessed. Yeah, like super blessed. I don't know if they bless the building. I guess that's the part I don't I know. I know nothing about any. I'm Jewish as hell, and I know nothing about churches. And it's like a big not like knowledge gap I have, especially in improv scenes. And people constantly put me in improv scenes where I'm in church, and I constantly say completely insane things because I'm guessing. <laughs> so maybe I should just sit down and read a book. Uh, here's what you need to know about <laughs> yeah. No, here's what you need to know. <laughs> Holy water scares away vampires. <laughs> There's usually a cross. Jesus is on it. I'm familiar. That's what you need to know. Great. So, uh, no, I guess I did know everything there was to know about Christianity. There's Bibles. Vampires can't touch those either. I, I guess I never knew how much vampires were involved with the canon. 50% of the Bible. <laughs> yeah, I guess I don't. Hmm, that's a good. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Well, I mean, I guess all the like vampire stuff comes from like the Middle Ages probably, right? Like, yeah. The same time everyone was super scared of Jesus. <laughs> Like the church that was like during the, uh, I don't know, a lot of church stuff, Reformation and uh, yeah. the, uh, what, what was it called when they went and killed the uh, Inquisition and all that stuff? and The Spanish Inquisition? Yeah, that and all the other stuff. When the Pope the had his army, the Crusades, the Pope's army. I like how when you talked about the Inquisition, you made little stabbing Yeah, you got swords and stuff. Hands. There was also another moment when there were two Popes, one in France and one in Rome because they split what um it has something to do with the french royal family that's why i know anything about it do you that think sounds like a setup for a sitcom two popes. two popes one's really neat and tidy the other one's wacky the other one's french <laughs> do you think then like when there were two popes like were vamp or vampires extra scared because there were two popes or was each pope half as powerful as it could have been to defeat vampires i feel like it's the best time for a vampire because your popes have been yeah. halved. Yeah, they're dealing with other things. <laughs> they're busy. Oh, uh, yeah. In a personal conflict. Yeah, it's like the, it's the Catholic, Catholic, <laughs> Catholic Civil War, and then the vampires come in, they like third party it, and they're, yeah. um, they take over. Wow. Hmm. I wonder why they didn't. What happened to the vampires? <laughs> yeah, where are they at? Anyways, <laughs> this is the Halloween episode. Boo. Boo. <laughs> Uh, it is October, but it is not Halloween to us <laughs> recording um, this. It's October, therefore it is Halloween to That's us. true. Chloe has her uh, haunted nail polish on. Yes, I do. I have spooky nails on right spooky now. Spooky nails. And uh, I just had a sketch show that I wrote a spooky sketch for. Nice. <laughs> About a haunted van. I have pandas on my socks. <laughs> so it's like my socks are dressing up for Halloween as a panda. <laughs> Uh, your socks are dressing up or your feet are dressing up? My feet are dressing up. Spooky. Um, now, if your socks were wearing socks on top of them, then they could be dressing up. Ah. Boo. Ah, <laughs> Blood. <laughs> Ghosts. Uh, let's talk about this tea, maybe? Um, okay. <laughs> I really want to do a spooky version of the song, but I, I panicked. All right. Ooh. Tea talk, tea talk, tea talk. Ooh. Boo! Wow, that was scary as I'm hell. I'm terrified. We're talking tea, huh? Yeah, we're talking tea. Emily, go ahead and show that tea to us. I am. <laughs> Did you not see my dramatic lift up of the tea? There was I, a flourish. Here's the thing, though. <laughs> flourish? The inaudible flourish? I was worried <laughs> the listeners would not pick up on it. <laughs> you didn't hear the whoosh noise that it made? No, my I, cape. I'm a vampire now. My cape swished. <laughs> Could have just been a ghost. <laughs> ghost wearing a cape. Why would a ghost have to wear a cape? It doesn't have a body. A ghost? Okay. Do ghosts look like Casper and they're just white blobs? Or do they have? Do they look like other ghosts like um, ghosts from Harry Potter, right? Aren't they like they're wearing the clothes they like died in? Right. What do you think is more real? 
if there were to be ghosts, I think it would be more like the second thing. You'd wear the clothes you'd hide in? Yeah, I feel like it'd be weird for all ghosts to take the forms of like little sperms. (laughs) There's there's also the there's the uncles on Casper, and they're also blobs. Yeah. Although I think they have like I feel like one of them has a tie, maybe. I feel like if because all ghosts have ties. The idea of ghosts is that there's someone who's like they have stuff on earth left that they need to accomplish and they, what's the word like unfinished business yeah mm-hmm. i feel like th- those people would just look like they did when they were yeah about when they died and they're right clinging to the earth and then they eventually pass over now my thought is that a lot of people who have unfinished business die wearing capes <laughs> that's why they would have a cape on is there unfinished business that they haven't gotten a compliment on their cape yet <laughs> They, I've yeah. been wearing this thing for two months and no one said anything about it. <laughs> I can't believe it. I look so good in this cape. And then someone says like, nice cape to the ghost and they can like finally go to heaven or whatever. <laughs> Just Switch their cape one last ah. time. <laughs> I fin- my, my business is complete. <laughs> I'll be there soon, God. <laughs> what if God doesn't compliment their cape though? <sighs> uh, what if God was one of us? Emily, intro that to you for us. <laughs> No, um, this is a, a tea given us to by given to us by listener Sue. Hi Sue, um, thank you. Hey Sue, this is the from the Librang Librang Tea Traders. It's an herbal tea called Cascade Meadow. And listeners and Chloe and Matt, I want you to take a second. I want you to picture a meadow. We're also listeners right now, at least. Picture a meadow. There's flowers. There's grasses. There's different types of flowers. There's yellow flowers. There's blue flowers. There's flowers with little spikes on oh no this is what this tea looks like that's what the picture you took yes there you go chloe take a take she, a good look at it and she's smelling it, it too wow yeah, first i'm gonna smell it it smells delicious wow it smells incredible even though i've already drank it spoiler alert oh my god Whoa. i also um, have already drank it i haven't had any yet nice i'm crazy? looking at the label and it is indeed a cascading meadow um <laughs> this is a tea from oregon and this is 100 percent oregon grown matt would you like to look at the meadow I've already looked at it. Okay, bye. <laughs> um, I was the first one to look at it. I opened it. I opened it up. Um, so I'm going to read the ingredients list so we can talk about the uh, the uh, what ingredients, the flavors that we taste. <laughs> as soon as I'm okay, really quiet for more than one second, I pounce. <laughs> I just pounce. Um, ingredients: organ grown chamomile, lavender, lemon balm marshmallow root marshmallow root is an ingredient in a lot of skincare oh fun it is i was just reading about it because i hope our skin looks good after this we're gonna glow i hope so (laughs) i want to glow up from this tea (laughs) so do we taste chamomile yeah Mm -hmm. i also taste chamomile do we taste lavender i did i I was thinking it was a very floral taste Mm -hmm. oh yeah and you know what just uh what's today tuesday (laughs) Uh, two days ago, Sunday night, I had lavender chocolate, which I was like a thing I that sounds really good. Never heard of or experienced. Was it like little bits of dried lavender in the chocolate? Like it was that kind where it was like on the surface of the chocolate. Mm, um, okay, like kind of if you make like a a, a bark that kind of uh, yeah chocolate. Uh, I'm yeah, chocolate like that chocolate like that from the South Street Seaport, but it was Ooh. rose, not lavender. This was lavender. Could have been the, yeah. Same company, good. maybe. Yeah. And uh, I never had it. It was pretty good. And I was like, this does taste like lavender plus chocolate. <laughs> good. Yeah. <laughs> I just realized I forgot to put more water in the tea. Oh, well. Or survive. Too late. I know. Um, do we taste lemon balm? No, I didn't get like a lemon taste, really. But I also opted for milk and sugar in the tea, so I'm sure that like cut any acidity down. I also don't taste a lemon. Yeah. Is yeah. it is it lemon like It says lemon balm, like lip balm. <laughs> is it one word or two words? Two words. I wonder I guess like, I What does yeah. that mean? Well, I guess I wonder if it's supposed to be not quite lemon lemon, but lemon grass. Mm. Which I maybe do taste. That I could taste, yeah. Um unless I'm just like but like that also in chamomile aren't that dissimilar of taste. <laughs> so I might just be tasting the chamomile ness. Do we taste marshmallow root? I don't know what it tastes like. I can feel it in my skin. face lotion? Yeah, I, I taste glow up. Wow. <laughs> I can just feel myself, my pores. Uh, what makes pores better? That they get smaller. They would they tighten, sm- yeah. They tighten? Yeah. What about if I get more pores? Is that good? I think that's bad. 
I mean, here's the thing. I think people are, we all have pores. And mm-hmm. I think that people are too hard on their pores. Por- people get our, like, whenever people are like, oh, my pores are so visible. I'm like, all of our pores are visible. We don't have Photoshop all the time. We have skin. We have skin. There's pores on it. It's okay. Uh, I, I like people knowing I have pores. It lets people know that I'm not a vampire, <laughs> that I'm human. That sounds um, like something a vampire would say. You don't know if vampires are supposed to have pores or not. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to take a real quick detour to Twilight for a second. Um, So in Twilight, when you are changed into a vampire, mm-hmm. your body is stuck the way it is. Yes. Are your pores stuck the way they are? Like, can you do skincare as a yeah. vampire in that world? Good yeah, question. because they're all automatically so hot. Now, I feel like there's a healing factor to this all too, though, right? Like, don't like if you're an in, if you're injured as a vampire. I don't know if this happens in Twilight, but I feel like if you're injured and then turn into a vampire, it heals whatever was causing you to be injured. Is that true? I never knew that about vampire lore. Well, in, well, I don't know about all vampire lore, but in Twilight, Mm -hmm. (laughs) uh, Bella almost dies giving birth to her half-vampire baby. Wow. Who has sucked all of her energy. Mm -hmm. Yikes. Um, And they turn her into a vampire to save her life, and she's like, Mm. hot. I mean, but hot and ready to hunt right away. Stewart's always hot and ready to hunt. So it healed her up. There you go. (laughs) So she's still not like, she's not forever wounded from the birth of a child childbirth no that got healed up no in fact she's quite healthy see that's what i'm saying it heals you first so what i'm saying is all your pores would be to their maximum quality (laughs) (laughs) becoming a vampire just like everything becomes perfect about you wow that sounds great sign me up yeah i'm in oh other than you can't go in the sun anymore whatever no you can in twilight you sparkle (laughs) god i'm so concerned about the lack of twilight lore i'm sorry Um, i've just i've never read it and i've never seen the movies and I think one day I will. I think like decades from now, once no one is even talking about it anywhere, I will sit down and I will watch all the Twilight movies. Yeah. Do the vampires in Twilight... I think um, I'm so happy this is happening. So they're they're like pale because they're vampires, right? Yeah. Do they put on makeup like uh, to, to make themselves tan <laughs> or no, like look so. human? No, I don't think so. Are they so pale that they're... They, they wouldn't be so pale that they would like be a tell, right? They just look like no. pale people. Yeah. They don't look like... Yeah. But they're all hanging out with each other, so you're like, what are all these pale people doing? Goths. <laughs> do they do their fangs retract or not retract in, in Twilight? You know, I don't know. Because they do in some lore and not in others. I feel like I don't remember. Okay. I'm going to say they do retract. Okay. <laughs> there was so much other stuff happening in Twilight, I didn't pay attention to their fangs. Does, and Edward is the vampire. I'm so proud of you. Does he have to put product in his hair or is it always slicked back? I think. Slicked up. I think it's just the way it is. Oh, that's fun. You don't have to In the hottest way possible. So your hair is, yeah, it's woke up like this every day. (laughs) I truly, the thing that I think you have to understand about Twilight Vampires is they're just hot. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's their whole deal. DTF. (laughs) Uh, They might be. If I read that series correctly, they are DTF. (laughs) And I did read it correctly. Cascade Meadow. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. This tea is a wonderful combination of uplifting floral flavors. It combines silky chamomile, floral lavender, and tangy lemon balm to create a light and refresh- refreshing herbal tea. So what we learned from here is that lemon balm is tangy. <laughs> so I guess it is lemon, 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 if it's tangy. Yeah. Lemongrass, I don't think it's tangy. I don't think so. But lemon is tangy, maybe. I'm going to Google lemon balm later. It's like tang, which is orange, which is also a citrus. Tang. You guys remember Tang? Of course I remember Tang. Remember the monkey on the box? I don't remember the monkey on the box. There was like a monkey on the box of Tang for some reason. All my information about Tang was replaced by information about Twilight. (laughs) You have like the compartments in your brain and you dumped out the Tang box, filled it with vampires. When you dump out the Tang box, make sure it lands in water so you can drink it. Yeah, get to make some Tang. There was a commercial for it. I remember as a kid that it was like, it's like a kick in the mouth. It was like a monkey. It would like kick you in the mouth. Wow. You know, kids need to buy your product you're gonna show a monkeys yeah and tang Violence. is like uh astronaut drink isn't it is not that yeah the one i think that was their thing astronaut food or whatever yeah do you guys know that you know how like they sell astronaut ice cream yeah at museums yeah. specifically as a kid i went to the air and space museum a lot because i lived in maryland i learned it recently that no astronauts at any recorded point have ever eaten that food in space it's just freeze-dried ice cream that has been branded and sold as astronaut ice cream forever. Yeah. It's, just, it's a lie, <laughs> but it's really yummy. <laughs> NASA, NASA is a weird company. Like they, 
or like government agency where they like actually are interested in like because they have to make money and they have to like justify their existence they do weird stuff like they do publicity they sell products like that they license their name out like to brands uh which is so weird because like i feel like it's the only government agency that's like that you don't have like a fema sweatshirt that you like like to rock love my fema sweatshirt (laughs) yeah no that is i've never thought of it like that that is unusual that like a government body would have like pop culture aspects to it yeah i mean i literally like pay certain things influencers they have influencers i'm sure (laughs) i could be a great influencer for nasa hey nasa i could influence you or influence for you i could do both yeah well you know it's the uh it feeds itself like you're influencing nasa and and then and you're influencing people how they think about nasa and because of that that changes how nasa deals with itself Mm -hmm. it's a it's a circular thing Let's get to the tea. Just like the earth orbits in a circle. Back to the tea. Did you know that because the earth spins at such a rate, it is like wider around the equator than it is tall. Like it's not a perfect sphere because it's spinning. Oh yeah. Like like, kind of like how when you spin a ball around, it kind of flattens out a little bit. I did not know that. True about the earth. Isn't that weird? I went to Ecuador a few months ago, right on the equator. Wow. I guess I was, the earth was wider there. I was in a wider place. Is that why they call it Ecuador? Because Ecuador the is the only country named after a geological feature. That's oh. true. It is named after the equator. Hmm. Did you learn that there or did you know that? Before? I learned it on the way there when I was okay. Googling, where am I going? <laughs> where am I going? <laughs> what is Ecuador? <laughs> it was awesome, by the way. Hmm. I think I saw some of your pictures and it did look nice. Thank you. No problem. <laughs> um, speaking of your life, I have a question for you. What's up? Um, you're drinking tea right now. I, I honestly, I finished it already. I'm gonna. I'm be gonna. Honest I'm gonna pour out some more. Why? <laughs> why you answer this question? What would you describe your relationship to tea as? So I don't drink tea as much as I wish I did, but I always very much enjoy the process of drinking tea. But when I was in college, I studied abroad in jolly old England, where the rumors are yeah. true. People drink a lot of tea. Mm. <laughs> so I drank a lot of tea for that point in my life, and it was really lovely. And I learned that in my office, sometimes you just be expected to go heat up water, and that's like a normal cultural thing there. Like, oh, And everybody had hot water heaters, those like jugs that heat up water. Everybody has those. Like no one uses a teapot there. Like everyone has a kettle. Um, like the electric uh, yeah. ones? Yeah, and they're great. Like they were so easy, and I don't know why they're not like a staple here. But I did learn a lot about tea culture there and how much tea is important to their day-to-day i'll say my work did get one of those when i i don't work in an office currently i work from home but uh they had like the electric tea thing and uh i used to use it pretty much every day (laughs) plug that plug that in and make tea i should drink more i should drink more tea because excuse me i had to burp coffee gives me a stomach ache tea doesn't give me a stomach ache so i feel like if i were to choose a caffeine i should probably be drinking more tea Drink a lot of iced tea, but I feel like it doesn't really count. I think it counts. Does it? Why not? Then, it I, then it does. Why not? <laughs> okay, I have a few follow-up things I need to know. Go for it. I was pouring tea, so I couldn't ask this question. And thank you for doing that, by No the way. problem. You tried asking your question the best you can. You all may have heard a faint Emily going, what, where? <laughs> <laughs> where did you study abroad at? London. Okay. Which I, I know is like a very safe place. It's like out of all the places to go, it's culturally very similar to our country, but I had never left the country and I was scared. So I picked a country where I could speak the language. Yeah, in England, they speak English and you knew that going in. Uh, so yeah, it's a language called English. Mm-hmm. And I, I studied it before and I figured out that uh, it's like, you know, how the how before I went to the, I went to the equator. Yeah. Um, this time I went and I studied the language and I learned English before I went. Wow. Interesting. Did you Google what is language? I said, what is language? What is place? Where am I going? I studied abroad in Cambridge. Oh. That's why I wanted to know. Wow. I went to, I didn't go to Cambridge, but I did go to Oxford. Ugh, um, the worst for of a, the two. For a trip. <laughs> and it was a very nice, nice little day trip. I also went to Oxford. It was a very nice trip. It was, we went to a bar that claimed to be the oldest bar in the, in the UK or something like that. It was like one of those hundreds years old pubs. I don't know if I went there. I don't know if it was true. I feel like everybody uh, claims. Yeah. I did go to the Great Hall at Oxford. Me too. So I had a friend at the time who was studying there and he like, uh, was a student so he like had us come and do like the student dinner where we all had to wear robes over our outfits and it was so hogwarts in the best way ever <laughs> giant oral portraits of all the founders that were not moving but they Sadly, might as well have they been might as well been. <laughs> it was very lovely they should do that to all paintings do, do that thing where um you know those motion things where it just has like the rigid plastic on top of it so and you just from like one angle it looks like something in, yeah from the, yeah they I should know. cover all paintings with that so it looks like they're moving <laughs> 
Great. I will call the museums and I will let them know. Call all the museums. Yeah. Dear please. Met, <laughs> your paintings are nice. However, idea to make them better. <laughs> they don't move. Make them move. <laughs> yeah. Paintings, your paintings are boring. None of them move. <laughs> My other follow-up statement was more, so your relationship with tea um, is that you, it's like, it's like a, a light thing yeah but you would like it to be little, more i would like to really make it serious me and t well really d- define the relationship well but i i also think part of it is that i am a massive i have like a lot of issues with sleep and it, my mornings are very mm-hmm. chaotic always because i'm always exhausted so it's very hard for me to get out of the house on time let alone like go through the kind of peaceful ritual of making myself a cup of tea. Like I never find myself being like, Oh, like I'm grabbing, like brushing my teeth. I'm like trying to run out of the door. I don't, I never have the time to like put on hot water and like enjoy mm-hmm. a, a cup of tea. But I feel like I would really love if a cup of tea materialized in my hands mm-hmm. in the mornings. Wow. But it's the process of creating it. That is my wall between being an avid tea drinker, which is crazy to say, because I know it's a very simple preparation. Oh, as a person <laughs> who also has chaotic mornings. Yeah. I, don't worry <laughs> i love tea and i'm like i don't have time i have to go <laughs> mm-hmm. i have uh you can have a, a nighttime tea at like uh, a non-caffeinated one i should do that you could have this at nighttime i could we're it's- having it at nighttime right now <laughs> that's true there's blackout Boo. there's blackout curtains in here so i forgot where what time of day it was <laughs> if we open those curtains it would still be dark <laughs> Um, another thing about my tea relationship in England was I n- I'd never, ever had it with milk and sugar ever. I'd always had it with honey and lemon my whole life. And then I got to England and suddenly honey and lemon wasn't even on the table. It was all milk and sugar. Mm-hmm. And then I got a taste for that because it's obviously better because it's fucking sugar. <laughs> I love milk and sugar. <laughs> I mean, you could literally mix milk and sugar with anything and it would be a creamy, sweet yeah. treat. So obviously it's great. <laughs> I recently moved on to... My Earl Grey teas are with milk and honey, so I'm doing the honey. You're doing, and I'm a, doing the milk. The Canaan, the land of milk and honey. That's a biblical reference. Mm, wow! See, look at you knowing biblical stuff. I mean, I am Jewish, so I no, have Old true. Testament down that's pat. That's true. <laughs> uh, it's the, when you add Jesus in. Yeah, then that's when I get lost. <laughs> part 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 one of the Bible. <laughs> you, yeah, you, I'm really into the prequels, but I don't really love them. the sequel. Was like. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah. It just, it's like it they lost the shark, you know, lost control of the narrative. <laughs> they casting. told the same story four times. Why? Why did they do that? I gotta say, the if you read, I mean, people have obviously done this, although it's always seemed so crazy to me that anyone would ever read the entire Bible, but like, uh, it's, it really jumps around all over the place. Like, <laughs> the plot doesn't have a cohesive through line. Yeah, there's no beginning, middle, and end to it. I mean, kind of there is, but, uh, <laughs> I mean, they're trying to sum up. The, the reason it meanders so much is they're trying to encompass all of time <laughs> from the creation of Earth to the apocalypse. And you know what? It's just like, that's too much. My favorite part is when they just list genealo- genealogical trees. I feel like mm-hmm. when... Oh, wait, what was I going to say? <laughs> you said genealogical trees and that made me think of something else and then everything disappeared from my brain. Forget what I was going to say. was the say. key word to make you forget everything. <laughs> Suddenly I'm thinking about trees. <laughs> <laughs> No, yeah, I feel like when it comes to to drinking tea at night, I wonder if, I don't know if I'm sensitive to caffeine at all, so I'll be curious. Is there caffeine in this one? There is no. All right, because I'm curious, because I feel like when I drink caffeinated tea at night sometimes, I don't feel it, like I don't feel anything. Like, I feel like maybe I just have a strong caffeine constitution. Yeah. So maybe I should be like a nighttime tea drinker, because I don't think I even need to be that discerning, because I feel like yeah, I can just drink just be tea. anything. Yeah. Give it a try and find out. I can drink caffeinated tea at night. It's, I I'm do, okay. and I don't know if I can, but I do. <laughs> Emily's a rule breaker. I mean, I'm not going to tell anybody if you don't tell anybody. Hey, guys, listening, don't tell anyone. Don't call The millions and millions of people at home have all heard you say that. (laughs) Don't tell anyone. Don't. I'm I'm, I'm calling the police right now. No, don't. 911? No, don't. She drinks caffeine uh, at night. Hi, Chloe. What's your emergency? Um, I know your name. Yeah, we're old friends, me and this dispatcher. Um, At night, sometimes, Emily, she'll drink tea with caffeine in it. stop. And she'll say fuck the rules, and she'll just do it anyways. Stop. Okay, I'm sending I'm sending police over no. right now to do a checkup. No. You know no. exactly where I am, just like you knew my name. Mm-hmm. No. Mm-hmm. I no. do, but I won't They're say coming. that. <laughs> no, Emily, the police are on their way. <gasps> no, I have to hide the evidence. Okay. <laughs> um, you don't have to stay on the line with me because this is not a real emergency. <laughs> <laughs> bye. Okay, bye. <laughs> bye. <sighs> um, 
you guys like that was a good voice I put on for that? Like I, I like it. really changed my voice. Yeah, you really just that character work you were just doing. Yeah. The thick accent that you gave your character was really interesting. Yeah, that uh, the character is from England. Could you tell? Yeah, totally. I, I don't know if I mentioned England. this, but I lived there for a few months, so I would be an expert. And yes, it was a perfect British accent. Thank you. And Emily's also right. I, it was a new New England. <laughs> He's from New England. The New England. The new and improved England. It's better than the original. <laughs> Okay, I'm doing something. Okay. Chloe, I have a question for you. I think we're going to throw... She picked up the tea. <laughs> she said, I'm doing something. And she picked it up in a way that made me think she was about to lob it across <laughs> the room. It was... An, <laughs> Emily's been very menacingly handling the tea this whole time. It isn't a... She did not lob the tea. It's in a giant metal, like... Uh, it's in a pipe shape. <laughs> you can hear her smacking against her... I'm against my head right now. <laughs> um, Anyways. Chloe... I have a question for you. <laughs> Go for it. Would you describe this Cascade Meadow Herbal Tea by LeBrang Tea Traders as your cup of tea or not your cup of tea? It is absolutely my cup of tea. Wow. Wow. It's beautiful. Thumbs up, Chloe. <laughs> I made her do that. I, <laughs> I did it, even though there was no reason to. Yeah. I gave a thumbs up to <laughs> Matt, I have a question for you. Oh, my God. To me already? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. Would you describe that this LeBrang Tea Traders herbal tea called Cascade Meadow that is 100% organ grow, grown as your cup of tea or not your cup of tea? And I'm counting your laughing as interrupting. I, la- I, I laugh. I always laugh during the uh, I'm question. counting it. I always even... Answer the question! Even the... Please don't inter- interrupt my answer. Even the... Mm-hmm. She's beating him mercilessly with the uh, can of stop tea. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. <laughs> What a horrible Halloween episode. <laughs> um, filler does not count as an interruption. Um, <laughs> this is my cup of tea. Yeah, this, this is nice. Um, I, I feel like if I wasn't already drinking this at night, I would drink this tonight. <laughs> will I make more later tonight? Probably not. But I maybe will make it tomorrow night? <laughs> question mark, question mark, question mark. Keep us posted. Just let us know. Uh, yeah. I'll let you guys know, even though it's like two weeks before this episode drops. <laughs> I'll tweet it out at you two and be like, by the way, I had that tea I said I was going to have. If you could just tweet every single time you have this tea. Mm, yeah. And it's a, it's a pretty big container. So I'll probably tweet, make a lot of tweets about this. Uh, yeah. My cup of tea. Okay. Um, Emily, do you find the Cascade Meadows tea by the Brang Tea Traders of Oregon to be your cup of tea or not your cup of tea? And just so you know, I consider you brandishing the jar in my face to be an interruption of the question. <laughs> um, Matt, thank you so much for asking. Um, I'm going to answer this question in two parts. All right. One, I like this tea. It is my cup of tea. And two, it truly does look like a meadow. And therefore, the name is correct that it's a cascade meadow. meadow mm-hmm. And I like that even more. So it's doubly my cup of tea. It looks like it's named. It looks... When you think of a meadow, you think of how this tea looks. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's accurate. Grassy, fluffy. Grassy flowery. and fluffy, flowery. Yeah. Uh, well, there we go. Three for three, our cups of teas. It's really yummy. And we'll, I will continue to sip it and be happy about it. Or into it. I'm very happy for you. Thank you. Uh, tea talk done? Tea talk complete. Um, there we go. That was me drinking tea. Um, Chloe, thank you so much for being on this podcast. I enjoyed our tea talk. Me too. I enjoyed our little chat at the end, at the beginning. Me too. Now, but all that stuff doesn't matter. I, want you I to- agree. Fuck that stuff. <laughs> all that stuff, forget about it. <laughs> Take the tea container and just hit it. Because <laughs> now it's your topic time. Oh boy. And Chloe, what is your topic today? Today I'm here to talk about the New York Times crossword puzzle. Ooh. Wow. <laughs> I love the I love doing this crossword puzzle. Mm-hmm. It has become a huge part of my life. And I just wanted to talk about this crossword puzzle and maybe get you guys into crossword puzzles, see if you are into crossword puzzles. <laughs> I have a lot of things I could talk about. Wow. Um, where to begin? Um I have I know where to begin. Yeah. Do you do the crossword puzzle every single day? I try to. I go through phases where I'm like religiously doing them every day and then sometimes i go like a month where i just don't have the mental capacity but then once i'm back in i'm like really in online or on i do it on my phone okay and there's like it's interesting because i know that it's there definitely is a sort of 
difference in skill and doing it on my phone versus with a pen. Yeah. Because I know that you can just undo and redo as much as you want. And also at the very, very end when the whole puzzle's filled, like your phone will tell you it's done or it's not done versus when you're filling it out by pen. Once the puzzle's filled, you just are just like, I guess I, it's not like you don't know if you have any mistakes. So, yeah. but um, yeah, I do it as much as I can usually on the subway. Right. And um, I just find it to be, it's one of those things that uh, the reason I started getting into it was I was like, this is an impossible task. Cause you pick up like a Sunday crossword puzzle and you're like, this is something I could never do yeah. because it's so hard at first to just like wrap your head around. Like you just, there's so many, there's so much, information you don't have to fill mm-hmm. out anything and it just seems like that's impossible and then once i learned that like you just have to know just enough to get like the first thing started and then you kind of start to learn a vocabulary because there's like a lot of words that crossword makers use a lot because they just happen to contain like really useful consonants yeah. and vowels and so it's almost like you start to learn this language of crosswords you start to learn like what does it mean when there's a question mark what does it mean when there's quotation marks like excuse me i just burped again what does it mean when there is like an acronym in the clue that means that there's an acronym in the puzzle and then my favorite thing is thursday puzzles which i could talk about at length i just learned so much i didn't know any of that about crossword there's a lot and specifically i i won't claim to be a crossword expert in any way and i definitely don't know anything about like the wider world of crossword making because i specifically only do the times crosswords but i've i find that i've gotten so used to their kind of specific language of crosswording that when i try to do crosswords in other places i suck at them it's like i'm they use they have different they don't prescribe to the same kind of very specific rules and i get lost like a little baby Well, there's like the one, isn't there like one guy who does all the New York Times ones? Will Shorts yeah. is the editor of the New York Times Crossword Puzzles, but there's different puzzle makers all the time. And sometimes they have celebrity guest puzzle makers who help make the puzzles. And recently, not recently, a few months ago, Weird Al did one and it was very exciting for wow. me. Now I want to go, I go find that one. Yeah. It, I mean, it was great. It's like, you know, it's really so funny that a pop- crossword can be because most of it has to just be words. But <laughs> the trick to it, like, I forget exactly what his thing was, but I think it had, there was puns like throughout that were, that were fantastic. Okay, I have so many questions. I have answers for you. Do you know how the puzzles get made? Do they use like an online generator? No, or? like these, there's people whose like entire careers and like it's a huge world. Like puzzle making is like an entire field unto itself. Like it's a huge subculture. People who make crossword puzzles, like they, it's really tough, I guess. So basically from what I learned from like things I've read about, like the process, you kind of often you start with laying out words and then you try to come up with clues after, but then there's like, it's interesting because the same answers could be on a Monday puzzle or a Friday puzzle just Mm -hmm. for context. They get more difficult. Essentially they get more difficult as the week increases. A lot of people think that's very straightforward. Like Monday's the easiest, Sunday's the hardest, but in reality there's also different themes for every day. So it's kind of like, pick your poison kind of thing yeah um but there's like if the word water for example could be on a monday puzzle or on a friday puzzle but on the monday puzzle it could be just like you know everyone drinks this this in the ocean like you have a really straightforward clue (laughs) clue. on friday it'll be like some really really obscure cultural reference to get you the word water so it's the difficulty is more about the difficulty of the clues more than the difficulty of the answers Mm, interesting yeah but yeah so basically people who make puzzles start by just laying out there's like certain words that yeah like are easier to fit in and then I, I i don't know the first thing about how one could actually create a giant grid full of words like that but then it's just becomes it's a task unto itself i guess but solving is a whole other thing that's fascinating mm. yeah and i'm just, thinking about how they set it up they must like do something with like spreadsheets and number of like letters and it's like, like a sudoku with words and skill <laughs> like i mean sudoku's have skill but you know what i mean yeah but then so my favorite, I will, I will talk specifically about my favorite day, which is Thursdays. So any, when I first started doing crossword puzzles, <laughs> I picked up a Thursday and not knowing that Thursdays are crazy and I was confused and I couldn't solve it because I was like, why can't I figure this out? None of this is making sense. And then I learned that on Thursdays, shit's crazy, meaning the rules are different on Thursdays and something is always weird about the puzzle. For example, sometimes you have to shove several letters into one box. What? Yes. It's called a rebus. Sometimes, um, how are you supposed to know that you, because it's Thursday. So when it's Thursday, you know that there's a trick and then you have to figure out what the trick is. Mm. So like sometimes you realize, oh my God, this only makes sense if I put the word fish in all of these boxes or like, okay, the, the letter J means the word hook every time it's in a word, like a long word. So you have to just mentally replace the word hook with the letter J cause it looks like a hook or my favorite one <laughs> that I think about a lot was that there was, um, a bunch of long clues that had like black so the black boxes sometimes stand in for words thursdays like i said crazy so one time i was trying to figure out the clue and there was a bunch of long words with black boxes in between them that were confusing and did not make sense so i knew that there was a trick to figure them out and then eventually i I saw that one of the 
clues was jumping beans and it was like or explainer to the rest of this puzzle and so i was like okay jumping beans so then i realized that all of these long clues that were like missing words all the words that they were missing in the middle were different types of beans like i realized like oh this blank if you replaced it with the word magic beans and then like pinto beans like all of these words were types of beans <laughs> like you have to figure that out yourself and then once you get once you figure out the, the weird trick and like okay all these blanks have to be mentally replaced with the names of beans <laughs> then the whole thing will make sense it's a very crazy it's always something like insane or like um, sometimes it's you have to like, oh, recently the other day there was um it was a mirror thing where I realized that for all of these answers, the answer is blank mirror. But instead of writing the word mirror, you write the, the same word forward and backwards. So like one of the clues was like mm. Netflix show uh, like uh, about psych- like technological thriller. And then you wrote black, black, but black and then black backwards. And then another one was like a British tabloid. And instead of writing Daily Mirror, you wrote Daily Daily. and then Daily Backwards. But like once you figure it out, you feel like king of the world because you're like, I got the thing. I did the thing. (laughs) Sunday also sometimes has tricks as well. But Thursday's like guaranteed. Sunday's the hardest one, right? Sunday is the biggest one. I would argue that the hardest ones are Friday and Saturday, which are pretty much themeless. So you just are a fucking on your own. You just have to do your best. And they take forever. And I often don't finish them. But I finish Sundays pretty frequently. Sundays are longer, which because they're bigger you have more chances to know stuff so there's like more of a chance just uh statistically that you'll yeah. know some of the information in a giant ass puzzle which gives you more of a jumping off point and then you feel that sucker in and it feel it makes it plays a little song uh when you finish it and it goes boom you know people rag on the internet but it gives you fun it gives you joy sometimes <laughs> yeah fun music when you finish and it's satisfying as hell but i have friends there's a lot of different schools of thought on what's okay to do in terms of like cheating. So I personally don't like to look anything up or do anything that like, I don't like to get any help. Like I, I will sometimes do them with my boyfriend just so that's help. Cause we're doing it together, but I don't like to look anything up. I just try to do it as far as I can. But by the end of the puzzle, if I'm, if I'm totally lost, I will call it like a loss and then I will look things up. Cause I, yeah. I cannot just not know what it was. Yeah. I have a friend who I love who she, what if she can't get it she will she just gives up she just like okay this puzzle's done like i'm not doing it because she wants her stats to be accurate because if you mm. finish a puzzle using clues you get a blue star which means mm. you finished it but you use clues if you finish it 100 percent, you get a gold star the only thing is you have to finish it the day it's released to get mm. a gold star so it's the same thing when you do a puzzle like that's a week old perfectly you get it looks the same as if you would use hints even if you don't anyways so some people just like don't even if there's if they don't know it they don't ever touch it and it's over forever yeah. but then i've also read some people who are like oh you should be able to ask anybody and look anything up and crosswords are fun and don't be so hard on yourself which is also true but there's something very satisfying about not googling anything and just being like i fill this whole thing out by myself and i'm a genius forever so i'm not very <laughs> good at crosswords that's the thing um, i think you could be i think a lot of people think they aren't because no one's realized how many how much tricks there are there's so many tricks to it i never realized there are tricks it's matt- so much it's like a, it's a whole language <laughs> oh matt did you know there were tricks I did know there were tricks. Oh, God. I, Apparently, I missed this in culture. Well, okay. I'll talk about crossword. I'll talk about the New York Times crossword puzzle for a minute. I mean, I did uh, just talk at length for a long time. Um, <laughs> which is fine. Uh, I just, and I was like, I prefer if they, if the guest has a bunch of stuff to say, let them say it. <laughs> um, I'm not here to interrupt. But uh, I have a New York Times like subscription and um, like a digital one. But um, same cool wow you guys are cool we're pretty cool yeah um <laughs> i read like seven free articles a month and most of those are on the modern love ones. <laughs> um i'll tell you how to read b- extra articles later um <laughs> incognito mode baby um <laughs> oh wait really oh this is well, so there's, there's, there's really a double trick to it but we can really get into that uh <laughs> later uh so um oh yeah so i have a subscription and i was doing crossword i was doing the new york times crossword puzzle for a long while and i was using an app and the app i was using stopped working and i stopped doing them that's fair (laughs) and uh my app stopped working i wouldn't have another avenue to entry really i would just not do it (laughs) yeah and it was like something where it was just like not i don't know and like i have the login and everything but it just like wasn't working right with my subscription did you enjoy doing the puzzles and i did enjoy doing it i was doing it for a while and now actually (laughs) now because i don't do that i do sudoku yeah (laughs) so it really was like a flip but um i mean it's kind of the same way like when i'm solving a sudoku puzzle like there's certain ways of knowing what numbers like there are multiple ways of knowing what number is supposed to be where you are right um and i think yeah like crossword puzzles I guess the way I saw, like, I'm not, I have no stats. <laughs> I completely do them for uh, leisure. and Which is 
you the, know. probably the right way to do yeah and <laughs> a leisurely I, activity <laughs> and if i don't finish one i also like i'm sure this drives many people crazy but if i don't finish one i'm like well i didn't finish that one like and I, it depends like, on how far I get. Because if I can yeah. bail halfway through one, but if I'm near the end and there's just a couple words I don't know, I will like call an audible and Google and then like chalk it up to a loss. But I need to know the answer. Would yeah. you prefer to Google or ask? Well, it depends on if I'm with people. Okay, I'm often alone. You're or, not just going to turn to someone on the train and be like, "Hey, hey, random stranger commuting hey, to you. work. What's do you a know four a four-letter word? word for well, football?" <laughs> um, um, there is none. I don't think. Uh, <laughs> I was trying yeah, to think of in terms of like the tricks for it. Like I. My thing is like at the very beginning, first you just go through and there's always going to be a few gimmies. There's always just going to be a couple like a pop culture Mm -hmm. reference that you just know right off the bat or just saying that you're like, there's this is an undeniable answer and I know it and you fill it in. So you just do a really quick pass and you go back through and you look for all the plurals. And most of the time, things that have plural clues will have an S at the end. Every so often there's some Latin bullshit and it ends with an A or whatever, but usually it's an S. So you fill all the S's in, then you have that. And then sometimes it's like a past tense thing. And then, you know, like you just like you look for tenses and things that imply things that you could just insert right away. Mm-hmm. And then once you have like, that's a kind of your blueprint, then you kind of go back in and then you start. And a lot of the times the basic thing that I've learned is like, if there's a topic that's very niche and you know, like one thing about that topic and the clue is confusing, it's probably the one thing, you know, for example, it was like cellist who played at the inauguration ceremony for, I think it was Obama. And I was like, well, I don't know that off the top of my head, but there's only one famous cellist I can think of. And it's Yo-Yo Ma. And that was mm-hmm. the answer. Yeah. So it's often just like pulling from what you think probably is the answer and then corroborating it with everything else. It is more fun than I'm making it sound. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the easiest trick is obviously like, because like all the letters, like in Sudoku, all the, all the letters match up with each other, like up, up and down, left and right. So like, if you'd get like some good ones, uh, that's like already a whole letter in your words. So then once like, once you get a couple letters, then your guess is probably right. Like if, if, especially on like longer words, if you got like, well, this would fit, but I don't know if it's the right answer, but all of a sudden you have like either the first letter or the third letter and the last letter, you're like, oh, oh well, my word good. fits. I'm just going to go ahead and put that in. And then that helps you with like, so if that's going across, then all of a sudden you have all like a clue, one at least one letter clue on all the downs across. Uh, yeah, Now I'm saying it confusingly, but I think it makes <laughs> sense. You have one letter clue uh, for all the downs that that word across gave you. Does that make any sense? I think so. <laughs> you just keep adding letters to it so then each new letter you add is like a clue to your brain to be like, okay, well, I know it. whatever word I put here has to have this letter in it. So now your number of choices is like gone way down. Like, down. Even yeah. if it's like, oh, the instrument somebody played. Well, if you, you know, now it has to be within the world of instruments. Right. And you don't have um, no idea what the answer is, but you know what instruments are. So you can like narrow it down yeah. with that. And it's like, oh, it starts with a G. It's probably guitar or whatever. Yeah. Or a glockenspiel. <laughs> or, yeah. Depends how long, though. How many <laughs> letters, spaces you have. In terms of stats, I do. I try to keep track on my phone. I mean, it, no, the app keeps track. And I, I normally don't have amazing streaks, but I will. But my biggest thing that I try to do for competing with myself is trying to get the best time on a Monday that I can. So Mondays are notoriously very easy. Once you get, once you're like used to the language of crosswords, Mondays are very quick. And I my goal is to try to, I want to be able to solve a Monday in other, in under four minutes, which I have oh. not, I have not been able to do that yet, but my fastest, let's see. Monday. My best oh. Monday. Oh wait, no, under three minutes is my goal. Okay. My best Monday solve time was three minutes and 44 seconds. Hmm. And it was a very exciting day for me. <laughs> And then my best streak was uh, 14 days straight of every of, of solving the puzzle the day it came out with no hints every single day for two weeks. That wow. was also great two weeks of my life. <laughs> um, th- uh, they crossword puzzles. Uh, maybe neither of you have seen this, but that's the um, intimidation I- imitation game. The movie with uh, I never saw that movie. What's his face? The World War World War Two one, right? Or World War One? No, I'm confusing myself. Who's Benedict Cumberbatch is oh, in it. Oh, Boodle Boodle Boodle. Benny. Uh, <laughs> and the way they test um, the way they test recruits' intelligence is how fast they can do crossword puzzles. Um, right, which is yeah. interesting because I feel like that's not really a test of intelligence. Well, it, well, it's a whole thing where it's like it's it is uh, it's 100 percent like the deductive Coding. ability of them like right because well the whole thing yeah i mean they're code break or they're doing computer programming in the in the movie but um so they have to wreck it's basically ability to recognize patterns and just like have it's basically having like a big enough vocabulary and knowing how to I- identify patterns right and there's a whole thing where like the person who uh is their recruit is the one who does it like she does it in like three minutes or whatever <laughs> 
Um, but yeah, it is a thing you can like, did, you can use like reasoning to get, to get through. So what you're trying to say is I'm a genius and I should become a code breaker. Yeah, sure. Great. I'm on it. <laughs> I mean, you do have to break the code with the like the, the backwards mirror thing. Right. Which is like, See, my dad always tells me that. So my Zeta, who my grandfather, may he rest in peace, used to do... I just said rest in peace. That's not a thing. <laughs> may he rest in peace. He used to do the, the crossword puzzles like my dad's whole life. And then he said whenever he like figured out the trick to it, he'd go, I cracked it, Moishi. <laughs> so I always hear that in my head whenever I'm like, I, oh. I cracked it. <laughs> Is that why you started doing it? Not on purpose. I, I started doing it because I was born on a plane. But then I found out more about my, my dad's experience with my grandfather having mm-hmm. done them growing up. And I was like, oh, it's like a connection. Um. Okay. So I'm just me. Mm-hmm. I have no idea how to do a crossword, apparently. I could help you learn. I just like casually, I open it up to the Thursday paper. I'm like, you know what? I got 25 minutes to kill. I'm going to start. I'm going to figure out what's going to happen. Starting with a Thursday is bad news. How, how much am I just screwed? I would start with a Monday. Okay. And you won't be screwed at all if you follow the, the tips I just gave you. Plus, you will. I've learned a lot of words that I did not know just because they are so often used in crossword puzzles. Do you think you're better at uh, cross um, at Scrabble now? I haven't played Scrabble in forever, but very possibly. Mm-hmm. I do love Scrabble, though. I'm also not very good at Scrabble. I wow. mean, I'm not amazing at it, but maybe I'd be better now that I've gotten so into the world of cr- crosswording. It's Do basically it? a crossword that it you is. build. It's true. The uh, I mean, the, well, yeah. You probably are better at it, although the thing about Scrabble is like just n- knowing all the two-letter words. and Right, which a, I do know. Um, QI. Yep. Yeah, I and XI. It's literally why and uh, ZA. ZA. It's best. literally why I've given up on both Words with Friends and words Scrabble. Words with Friends ruined like, the app yeah. because they added. And here's the thing: I'm in no way a prescriptivist. I'm 100% a fan of language evolving, slang becoming canon in the dictionary. Not a problem with that. But Words with Friends, word with friends, words with friends added a <laughs> bunch of like acronyms as words, like BFF and like. LMAO and like those aren't words those those aren't words those are acronyms again I'm in no way saying people shouldn't use them but it was frustrating because I was like no these aren't words though like put in slang if you want but like acronyms are never going to be words and it messes up the whole game now I would almost say I'm anti-slang in this scenario in the same way that I don't you know like proper nouns don't deserve to be there like you would never write too many options you would never write Barack Obama as your well not two words but you would never write Obama as a word in Scrabble because it's a proper noun. Right. And it should say out of words with friends too. And so should LOL. And also so should, uh, I don't know, some slang word <laughs> that I can't think of right now. What's up? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Wow, that is A's. a topical reference. Um, you know, <laughs> uh, but uh, neither of them really are. Even the, even the long yes isn't. Uh, <laughs> popular anymore is it <laughs> even even my attempt at having a popular one <laughs> or a recent one <laughs> what is what are people saying now Ugh. i don't know my job is to be in touch with what the teens are doing and i don't know what, <sighs> what are the saying. teens doing right now what are the teens saying touching each other <laughs> oh, <no>. i'm like <laughs> they're not my, even speaking they just touch <laughs> all my words are still like tide pods like oh, what am i thinking i'm thinking about it's so, lit so. fam it's lit um this is so fire. Yeet. Yeet. Oh, yeet's still in, right? <laughs> yeah, yeet's in. people are still yeeting. Okay, no, I know. I, yeet is in. Well, uh, I need to use that in my Scrabble, so please don't take it away from me. <laughs> people say, uh, people are into, uh, let's go. <laughs> you guys not aware of this one? I don't know. That's a, that's a phrase people are <laughs> using right new? now. People are like, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a new, it's, it's like this year. It's like a big, it's been big in sports and, uh, um, I say competitive video gaming. <laughs> There's a lot things of like, like that. things that I don't think of as being modern slang until I like read lists of modern slang. I'm like, oh yeah, I guess those things are like, you know, people saying that's so extra. I kind of forgot that that was like, that's a pretty recent yeah. thing calling somebody extra. Cause it's such a useful term. Like that is a very extra thing, you've, but it's you've also done, you've gone over the top, <laughs> but it's also slang you can use in Scrabble. In Scrabble. Cause it's a real word. It and is a real word and, also, and a gum. And also importantly in crossword puzzles. <laughs> Yes. What are crossword puzzles? Because um, I, yeah, slang, slang for something or whatever. I feel like that'd be like a clue, <laughs> the beginning of a clue. <laughs> yes. Um, getting back to crosswords. Yeah. That's what I was trying to do. I know. That's, I'm, I was <laughs> I remember some other things also. But what were you going okay, to Okay. I was going to ask, this can be for both of you because I truly know nothing about crosswords. I would, I would open up that Thursday puzzle and be like, 
What is happening? Oh, as a point of a clarification, I did not know this about Thursday crossword puzzles, and I've probably tried solving them and Thursdays, not understanding once you know this, that will change everything. Okay, I have two questions. How did you find this out about Thursdays? I was Google, I was reading an article that the Times had, I think Megan Amram, who I love. Wrote, she writes for The Good Place. Exactly, which is my, one of my favorite shows of all time. And yesterday, I binged the first of the third third entirety of the third season again oh, just oh. because i w- was depressed and wanted to watch something ha- that mm. i liked and i watched a lot of the good place yesterday and I'm it made so me feel better anyways wow. megan amram wrote this article that was like an explainer on how to become a solver of the crossword mm-hmm. puzzle and she's one of those people who's like you should be able to feel feel free to when you're first starting out google stuff that you don't know like you wouldn't you'll never learn if you don't like yeah cheat a little bit at the beginning and uh, she wrote about how, and then in that, I think her article probably mentioned the Thursday puzzles being crazy. And another thing I learned is if the clue is slangy in any way, um, like, you know, uh, a lot, like a, if, the, if they use any word that you wouldn't use in a formal conversation, then the answer is a, is slangy. So like if they use like a, a shortened word, yeah. then that means that the answer has to be a shortened word. So they would never shorten a word in the clue unless the answer was also shortened. And if, if there's an acronym in the clue, the answer is an acronym. And also, uh, if they use like uppercase letters, it means it's probably a proper noun is the answer or something like that. Yeah. And then if there's um, a question mark, it's a pun at the end of it. If it's like, oh my God, I can't think of anything on top of my head because my brain is broken. But if it's mm. like this, this question mark, you're like, ah, that's a pun. And you figure it out. The podcast recorded in Brooklyn, New York, question mark. TBD. <laughs> that yeah. is not a pun. And that would, <laughs> but TBD the, is a TBD pun. is a pun, but the clue isn't a pun. Okay, I'm the sorry. The clue has to be I a panicked. pun. I panicked. You know, I forgive you. <laughs> okay, now back to my original question. <laughs> yes. Which I never got to because then I, so many other things came up. Also, Are, do fault. either of you have, oh, it's fine. Do either of you have pet peeves that if you see this like type of clue in a crossword, you're like, I'm so mad right now. Well, there's sometimes there's words that are not words people say in life, or at least have been not words said for several decades that crosswords really lean into because they're easy to insert. Like I've seen the word "eensy" a bunch, but I've never heard anyone describe something as "eensy." Not in real life. It's like another a cute way to describe something small. E N S Y. Eensy beensy. Yeah, but like not really. No. Yeah. But there's like a lot of words like that where I'm like, this isn't a word people really say. Eensy spider. Isn't it itsy bitsy spider? I'm just singing my own song. But so yeah, I get I always get I get pissed when there's words that and also anytime there's sports clues, I go, oh fuck, because I know nothing about sports. Oh I love when well, the, my uh, yeah, I don't like. I'm not crazy generally about sports or pop culture because I'm not smart. I am good at the pop culture stuff. Um, although I'm so proud when I know either of those. So like, I don't mind the questions because the joy of knowing them outweighs the burden of when I don't know them. The worst is that when you're down to one mistake somewhere in the puzzle, and that you know that there's something wrong with one of your sports answers, and you don't know what it is. Mm. Um, do do the apps tell you if you're wrong? So. It would be, there's a cheaty way to play, like where you can, t- cheaty, the good place. There's a cheating way to play where like you can, this wouldn't count as like a streak, but it would tell you as you go, but I don't do that. But once you're done with the puzzle, it'll say you're done yeah. or there is a mistake somewhere. Okay. It doesn't tell you anything else. Okay. So then you have to take it upon yourself to find that mistake. And then once you do, you get that satisfying song. I put I before <laughs> E, damn it. Yeah. Or like I or spelled this word with a K for some reason, or it's a typo that I completely missed. And that's been staring me in the face for this mm-hmm. whole time. Oh, when I get to the end of a Sudoku puzzle and I realize, I, or even like not even the end end, but if I realize I made a mistake, I'm like, on my app, I'm like, new puzzle. <laughs> I'm not going back to finding where I screwed it up. Right. It's, it's a very frustrating process going through an entire Sunday crossword puzzle trying to find the one letter that was mistaken. I have no streaks on the line, so. I mean, the day that I lost my 14-day streak was a dark, dark day. Wow. I'm sorry. Was that the other day when you had to watch The Good Place to make yourself feel better? <laughs> nah, that was just a different dark day. Mm-hmm. Probably a few years ago that I broke my streak. Can you imagine if it was still happening? Oh, my God. That'd be, well, I'm sure the, the thing is, like, I'm just a peasant in this world like i've only been doing this for like past couple of years there's people who are like lifetime crossworders and probably have like month year long years long streaks and over here who am i to even talk about it i mean i'm sure there's people who like if they haven't finished the puzzle by like noon they like shut down and like finish it before they can even like do any more work or so whatever the puzzle goes online at 10 p.m and when i'm like really on the streak i will like as soon as it's 10 i'm like ah, I'm, like <laughs> frantically going on to solve it it's crazy wow so I think the problem that I have with both Scrabble and crosswords is that I'm a very bad speller. Mm. We've got an episode about it. Yes. <laughs> I have always been a bad speller. Mm-hmm. Well, one way to learn 
Crossword it would be puzzles. to do crossword puzzles. Okay. <laughs> Maybe. And you're not wrong. However, there's better ways. Probably. Um, I'd or, say read more, but you do read a lot. You do read a lot. <laughs> um, but I also, I'm okay at Sudoku. But I've recently found a type of puzzle that like, you just, it gives you like number clues. Like, it's like colored in and like forms a picture like three, three, seven, two. Uh-huh. But it's like 20 empty ones. And then it like matches up. They're very fun. What's it called? They're called? called like nanograms or something. Cool. They're so fun. I'll show you afterwards. I've never even heard of them before. It's like, <laughs> it's like a crossword. I'm a puzzle fiend. Oh. So give me, give me dumb puzzles. Oh, I will. Say. I will. <laughs> um, so, um. I, I don't know if I had any other questions. I'm just so fascinated by all these things. I'm learning so much about. to say about crossword puzzles. I realize that, but I just um, love them so much and they make me feel like I'm doing something with my brain, even though it's not like, it's not like it's some grand accomplishment, but it feels like one. And I'll, that's what matters. I'll tell you this. And this is why I do Sudoku. Uh, it feels better than doing some, like it feels like a better waste of time than right. other wastes of time i have this horrible game on my phone that i honestly is the worst game ever and it's called tune blast and i hate it and i don't know why i play it and i don't get any joy from it but it's just there so it's like something i just have to think about and it's just very like thoughtless and whenever i win a level i go okay that happened and i hate myself for playing it and i hate that game so i feel like the crossword puzzle is like my anti-tune yeah. blast i i <laughs> i feel the exa- absolutely the exact same way <laughs> like <laughs> I, I mean maybe i'm not doing the Maybe this is not the best use of my time, but it's better than it could be. <laughs> right. It feels vaguely like an intellectual pursuit, even yeah. though it's really just a puzzle. <laughs> I, like, I do think it is. I think it, it's, if it's even 1% better <laughs> than yeah. like those, those like uh, brain eating phone games, it's better. <laughs> just like things exploding and, and swapping jewels and all that is, oh, feels. I love swapping of jewels. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. unlike the two of you. I thrive on those games. <laughs> I want to hate myself while playing. Something. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to lie and pretend I don't play them. I do. But I just, you the whole time, I'm like, why am I doing that? Like, I'm, yeah. what joy am I getting? Oh, God. I mean, all three of us have Pokemon Go on our phones, so. That is true. <laughs> and I am playing again now. I stopped for like a little while. But as you've seen from the gifts I've been sending well, you, I haven't I been playing recently. In. Don't worry. Well, there's more, po- there's, there's, they released some more Pokemon. So it's been exciting. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Catching those. You gotta catch them all. Four letter clue for pokemon <laughs> i don't know if there's any four letter pokemon. i don't know i panicked a four letter muck. pokemon no muck is three letters um, <laughs> a four letter one five letter word for well, uh, grass type pokemon Ooh. these are the kind of clues I, if i did see them on when i'd be like i'm so, I'm so happy i know the answer to this. oh yeah probably... it's really exciting when you see like i'll be scrolling through like the all the clues and i'll see like the words like harry potter or like broadway and i'm like oh i know a lot about broadway you're like oh i know about harry potter it's like that's a topic i understand and then it's exciting or like a font <laughs> i know a lot of fonts a lot of fonts i know that's the bit ba- i, I know f- about 10 of them <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> by heart good job <laughs> uh at school i like to use chalkboard or clee chalkboard's a classic uh kids yeah kids stuff font. what's clee um it's it's on Max now. Mm. It's nice. You have to use ones that make A's look like actually A's. Oh. So that's why a lot of people use Comic Sans, but I refuse to use Comic Sans. Right. So I use Chalkboard or other Comic ones. Sans. People get very up in arms about Comic Sans. I feel like it's it's just, you know, it's a silly font and it's fine for kids and just, it's fine. <laughs> it infuriates me. <laughs> No, I care a lot about type, but for some reason, I just I've, I've just given up on the Comic Sans train. I'm like, yeah, you know, it's going to be around forever, and I'll never, I'll never get to get rid of it. It is, it is <laughs> weird when you see like uh, someone like hang up a sign, somewhere. like a formal sign, like a formal sign. I agree, and it's in Comic Sans, and you're like, and this is the best thing. <laughs> just use Ariel slash Helvetica. <laughs> Helvetica over Ariel, if possible. Um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, so do, I think we're going to start wrapping up soon. Fair. What else would you like? Did you have anything else you want to add about crosswords? Not really. I just wanted to talk about crosswords and I did. I'm so happy. Mission accomplished. Um, yeah. I do have one other question. The It's only the New York Times crosswords that you do or do it's you really? Out? That is it. I suck at other crosswords. Like I'll like pull, pull the random like local paper like that my boyfriend has on his like counter and I'll start trying to do the crossword. But it's just not, they're not as strict about the way that they do clues where it, slang lines to slang and yeah. plurals line to plurals and so mm. suddenly i'm in like this lost world and i uh i give up immediately and i 
crumple it up and I burn it. Wow. <laughs> and I scream loudly. Wow. Yeah. It's called a ritual. Wow. <laughs> it's important to have those. <laughs> um, well, thank you for yes, thank uh, you. bringing this topic. Thank it's very fun. Thank you so much fun. for having me. This was a fascinating topic for me. Yeah, I know. I sorry that I was so my conversation topics. I'm very ADHD, so I constantly forget what I'm saying in the middle of sentences, and I apologize if that oh, got no, in I the thought, way. I thought it was great. <laughs> you did good. Oh wait, boo, boo. Oh God, I'm so scared. Matt, there's a vampire behind you. You thought saying boo. They were gone, but they're back. <laughs> the, that's a vampire saying boo. Boo. <laughs> Ooh. They're swishing their capes at us. <laughs> Great character work, Matt. Uh, <laughs> Is that, that the 911 dispatcher from before? Is he yeah, back? Yeah, he's back. He's back. <laughs> he got eaten back. by a vampire. <laughs> I am back. Boo. <laughs> uh, Chloe, do you have anything you want to plug? Uh, shows or I items? I will be in Instagrams? the before and after ASP show at UCB on November... 23rd at 10 30 p.m and also whatever the week before that is but i don't remember that date off the top of my head uh, 23rd is like the 16th yes those two weeks 10 30 p.m <laughs> I would guess. ucb hell's kitchen i will be doing improv <laughs> nice very good we didn't warn you we were gonna ask you about plugs ahead of time which i you realized know, but i remembered and uh <laughs> follow me on twitter it's fine <laughs> what's your what's your um handle it's chloe fron c-h-l-o-e-f-r-o-n that's it. It's like my name, but missing some letters. I wow. That'd be very hard crossword clue. <laughs> um, wow. <laughs> my last name, but missing. Oh, and also yeah. follow Self Magazine on Snapchat. <laughs> Self Magazine. It's my job. It's to make those things. And it's a, you should follow it and you'll learn about your body. Wow. <laughs> and just know that, uh, what was the thing that makes your skin better that we had? Oh, um, marshmallow root. Marshmallow yes. root. There we go. That's a plug for marshmallow root. Um <laughs> Emily, you have anything you need to plug? Nope. Okay. Have a spooky, spooky Halloween. Uh, yeah. Happy Halloween, everyone. Boo. Boo. I've been Matt Armando. I've been Emily Boo Riggins. <laughs> Matt Aramond Boo. <laughs> Matt Aramonster. Uh, oh, that's, that's better. That's better. Uh, <laughs> wait. And this has been TBD. With Matt and Scarily. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>